So, fellas, let's get into it right away. I don't know if I'm going to make this a series fully yet, but I think this is a, a, a great topic of discussion to continue much deeper than this one particular episode and this one particular set of topics, if you will. I'm recording in the, uh, believe it or not, I'm actually in the bathroom. I'm just trying different things, see how the audio sounds. I'm not taking a shit or anything for any of you guys jump to that conclusion. Um, I got a, you know, an office chair pulled up next to the tub. It's giving me this weird, or albeit, I like kind of echoey sound. I want to see how that sounds. I don't have a studio, so this is the best I can get. I mean, next to getting a full-blown microphone and recording in like a booth, and where I don't know, I mean, I guess I can try to find somewhere to work that's like this, or get inside of a box. <laughs> Goofy shit, but you know, it is what it is. But this is going to be the third series. I've got MGTOW Principle running right now. I want to say I've hard pills to swallow. I think I'm going to let those continue. Uh, but this is going to be a series that is going to introduce kind of a new term for me. And a new term, I hope, catches on amongst men. And I don't want to like get into the whole victim blaming thing. Because in a lot of ways, these men are victims as well as you know, perpetrators of some of the bad things that are going on. You can attribute a lot of things to IQ and different, the genetic dynamic of today's, you know, modern human being. We have to be real and admit that some of these non-select men, men that aren't succeeding in life sexually or professionally or personally, they are a bit at fault, let's be real. But they have to unnecessarily, in my honest opinion, compete with the government. They have to compete with government force, the welfare state. And I wanted to kind of dead a term amongst men. It's not going to be dead, but it's so abused, it's so overused. I am now removing it from my vocabulary. And I'll say it here in this episode, like once or twice to explain my point. And then I'm going to henceforth not say it anymore outside of referencing my new terminology. And that term is incel. I'm no longer going to refer to men as incels. It's, number one, it's ridiculous. Number two, it's a bit of an oxymoron considering a dude with 200 bucks can get laid, regardless of whatever the fuck he looks like. There's women out there who will fuck a dude for 200 bucks, period. So he's not involuntarily celibate. He's, you mean, he may be celibate involuntarily based off his location, and that's not, that's not involuntary celibacy. You need to get your ass on a plane and go somewhere. Go to the Dominican Republic. Go to one of these sex tours and locations. If it's really that big of a deal, lose your virginity. I, like, I hear these stories all the time on some of these uh, Red Pill Manosphere, um, MGTOW YouTube channels. And there was one the other day. Um, there's a channel called Better Bachelor. Now, I'm not all that into the content because he's a bit of a boring, monotone guy. Like me. <laughs> I'm not hyper entertaining or anything like that. Uh, but... You know, he had a, a guest or a guest or a fan mail or email response to a guy who was like a 35-year-old virgin. And for all intents and purposes, we'll take his story at face value. And, you know, it's probably an overweight guy, short guy, guy who finds himself very unattractive, probably hates himself. I, I have had stages in my life where I was like that. I'm no longer like that because I don't let society and women and, and anybody else shape the viewpoint I have upon myself. I know I'm all I got. I know the life I got, the face I got. It's what I got, regardless of... <laughs> motherfuckers make stupid arguments like, 
Well, you ain't better looking than this. You don't look like that. You don't have this much money. You don't have this. You don't have that. Well, okay, cool. But I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I, I, I understand all the shit that I don't got. And I'm trying to make my life better on a professional standpoint. Yes. But at the end of the day, I got to love what I got. Appreciate what I got. Because I'm in a lot better position than 70, 80% of the 9 billion people on this planet. Most of the people on this planet are living in the third world. Starving living in huts and shit. So if you are listening to me right now off your iPhone 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, you're in a lot better position, even if you're working for minimum wage right now, than most of the planet you're living on. You're in the top 1% of the world if you make more than 30 grand a year. Particularly, and I specify, top 1% of the world, 30,000 US a year and above. Now, with all that being said, I'm going to dead the term incel and replace it with an experienced man. Because an experienced man is all-encompassing. There are a lot of inexperienced men that don't identify as incels. Some of them don't even know anything about the man of spirit, the red pill. Some of them are just people who have achieved, achieved a lot of power in life. They've counteracted whatever, like I said, glass half full, right? Men who are like me, but a lot better, obviously, because they've achieved a lot in life. Politicians and all that. You see these cucks in the government doing all this gynocentric shit, the people in Australia that are talking about we're getting rid of prenups, the people that, the people, lawyers and judges working in the family court system, all a bunch of male feminists. These guys have used the Duluth model of male feminism to get their foot in the door with women. Now, has it gotten them some ass? I don't know. Simping rarely works out for anybody, but if you're a lawyer or a judge or something like that, you're probably doing a lot better than me <laughs> while I'm talking shit. But with all that being said, I wanted to talk about the inexperienced guy. The inexperienced guy is one of the reasons why you would have a lot of frustrations, why you voice a lot of your, anybody in general, inexperience as a concept, is why so many men may have a lot of issues. One of the things they do, and this is the topic of the show, inexperienced men are giving women way too much credit. Way too much credit. Now, there are needy people of both genders, but unfortunately, you can't say shit to women. They're never going to change. Men, we can. Guys, realize you can fucking change. You can get better. You can do better. You can be better. You can even start something. You could start something, a massive change. One of the biggest and best changes you can make, you can make it right now at the drop of a hat and that is a change in mentality that is a change in spirit that is a change in will that is all internal you can change that as you listen to me right now and one of the things you guys need to stop doing men i need i should have been told i wish i could talk to my 21 19 18 17 year old self and this needs to stop with men men need to stop Looking to women for their happiness, their validation, they're, they're, they're like codependent. Some men are like out here so codependent and they, they've attributed their happiness, their stability, their livelihood, their lives, their futures. They've given women all that power. And a lot of times, I think those vibes irradiate from yourself. They, you irradiate that shit. That is neediness, 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 excuse me, at its apex. That is the apex of neediness. And you radiate that shit. And I feel like a lot of women are out 
existing based off the seed of their own emotions. And I'm not being sexist when I say that, but you gotta think about the existence that they're living. Don't think about what you believe them to be, the dreams you have up in your head of what you want them to be. Think about women as they are. And what are they? They're highly emotional human beings, like men, we're highly emotional too, but they're a little bit more highly emotional and they're, I would say, a lot more impulsive. Now, men are impulsive too, let's be clear, but they're significantly more impulsive in there. You know, they're more susceptible to do something that feels good now that's gonna punish them later. That's why women are uh, slightly, uh, men are obese too, but there's a slightly higher rate of obesity in women and they try to blame biology and the lack of testosterone and blah 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 and genetics and, and kids it's not it's actually they have a tendency to not have as strong as willpower as men will biologically and subconsciously but like, like i said that's on average and not all but given all that what women are is people that exist based off of the feelings the seed of their own past they're having fun they're living for the here and now especially in their 20s when they have their the peak youth beauty and fertility they don't want to deal with some dude coming along trying to stop them in the middle of their fucking fun. Like a dude, a needy ass guy to a woman, what she sees. If let's say, for example, you're at a theme park and you're riding like, I don't know, the Ferris wheel or whatever the hell it is you enjoy, roller coasters. Imagine you're up at the roller coaster. You're about to be on a roller coaster. This is how women's lives are. It's all about the fun and the seat of their pants, the seat of their own emotions. They fly by the seat of their own emotions. But anyway. Imagine you're on a roller coaster and you're at that top point where you hear all the clicks, you hear all the clicks, and you hear that dead silence where you're about to take that nice turn and go down into the uh, the drop, if you will, the, the big drop to start the speed of the roller coaster's ride, you know, to actually when you start the ride. You go up to that big drop and you do the drop and then you're riding and whipping and hitting lefts and rights and all that shit and doing other turns and, all, you know what I'm saying? You're riding a roller coaster, right? And imagine before that drop happens you hit the stop button to explain some arbitrary dumb rule that's irrelevant to you that you need to do for the owner and operator of the roller coaster that you like don't really have to do that that's what it is when you're a needy guy that's what women see they see a motherfucker trying to stop the ride to put a set of rules and standards on you that you don't really want to comply to because you don't fucking have to that's what that is. And if that knowledge isn't enough, then I'm sorry. I don't know how else to really explain it. Other than that, that shit's a massive turnoff. And realistically, most women aren't going to meet whatever the hell it is you have in your head. Like, I, I beef with women on this, too. One of the things with women, and this is more women who select men for marriage and whatnot and long-term relationships. And then they get upset at those men five, ten years down the road when those men don't ever mold into the bullshit that they've dreamt up in their head that a man is. Women do this shit, too. But men... men Women do this over the long period of time. Men do this from the jump. And what it is, is you are putting your hopes, dreams, aspirations, you're projecting onto a person what you want them to be and not accepting them for who, you, who they are. And one of the key things you can turn around and do as an inexperienced man is not worry about, because when I say inexperienced man, obviously a pickup artist could hear me talk like this and hear this term. And instead of going around talking about your intel, if you don't buy PUA books and pheromones so open confidence, the PUA is going to hear this. We're going to turn you from an inexperienced man to an experienced man. Self-care, self-love are more important than that. Now I'm saying, I'm not saying don't go out there and get laid, but at the end of the day, there's a internal issue going on there 
But it's the same thing with women who do that shit six, seven years into a relationship where they get mad at a guy for not being some bullshit she dreamt up in her head or he's not Christian Grey because she read the fucking Fifty Shades of Grey books. Same thing applies. You got to figure it out what it is to be content, be happy yourself. Uh, as Mick Towns would say, self-actualize. You've got to learn how to accept yourself, to love yourself, to be happy, be content with your life as it is now. Be happy with the glass that you have now. Be happy with the cards you were dealt now. You know, you, you it, it, look at life like a poker game, like a Texas Hold'em game. There's somebody sitting there with the fucking royal flush. There's somebody over there with the, the boat. You know, the, the trips, he's got three, three of a kind and, and a pair. Unfortunately, with that particular hand, like the hand that is life, you might got, you know, four of a kind. You might have two pair. You might only have a couple of pair, a pair of aces. But the best thing you could do is to not get mad at the person with the royal flush or get mad at the person with the boat or get mad at the person with the uh, four of a kind. The best thing you could do is nobody sees the can you've been dealt. Sell that shit as if it's the fucking royal flush. Even if it isn't. Even if you've got nothing but an ace. You've got to be able to love yourself. Sell that as the fucking royal flush. Because to you it has to be from your perspective. You've got to believe in that. You've got to love yourself. Like, And honestly, a lot of self-love for men. Like Men aren't... Unfortunately, we work a little bit. Our wiring is different than women. Women get all this online attention and showering, and they can base their entire identity off of Instagram likes and Facebook comments and other girls calling them beautiful and simp dudes and inexperienced men talking about how pretty they are. That's going to be their whole identity. You as a man, you're not going to be able to do that, even if you got Insta-famous. You can't base your identity off of that. As a man, your identity is probably and more than likely going to come from accomplishments. So if you're, here's small, something small, you're 10, 15 pounds overweight, one of the ways you can help yourself feel a little bit better is drop that 15 to 10 pounds. Drop 20 pounds, lose more than that extra weight you got, put some muscle on, you're going to feel a lot better than is if you got 70,000 Instagram likes. You want to make more money? Well, take on a second job or take on a way to make independent money by starting an online business, uh, affiliate marketing, Trading stocks, day trading, making, you know, 10, 15 bucks a day here, 20 bucks a day there. Trading of money market accounts, shit, mutual funds. You can go into that shit on your own. I'm no money expert, but you will feel more accomplished getting your shit together financially, losing weight. And this is PUA shit. Go to those guys for that stuff. They'll tell you all that stuff. I just don't like, I don't like the uh, instant ramen Techniques that's steeped into the steeped into the PUA community, the pheromone soaps, the fucking conferences. You don't need to do all that shit. It's a waste of time. Especially I know people. Okay, not even know people. Fuck it. I'll I'll, I'll be anecdotal. I myself spent two thousand dollars on a pickup conference before it was called pickup back in like when I was like nineteen. So it was a long time ago. Well, within the last fifteen years, but <sighs> waste of money. I could have spent two grand. Flying somewhere, sleeping with prostitutes. Now, morally, I don't want to have a conversation about what that is, morally or not. I'm not, no, I'm not going to go there, nor do I endorse human trafficking or prostitution. But between two consenting adults who want to exchange one thing for another, which most dates and relationships are transactional in nature anyway, we can have that conversation on a different day. But the inexperienced man, 
is going to have to learn how to be happy with himself, love himself, be content with the life that he's living before he springs it on to somebody else to fix that for them. And they think that's too often what people do within interpersonal relationships. They look for the person to fill the holes and the gaps in their lives instead of filling them themselves and then joining forces with another individual as a mutual partner. It's really impossible to do that with a modern individual because most people are coming from broken homes and class issues like single motherhood and, and race issues and cultural issues and, and they may have innate differences. Like I'm, I'm black, right? But I have vastly innate values and, and hobbies and interests than what is the norm for the black community. I've never been interested in, in hip hop and dancing and thug life and culture. I was an anime nerd. So therefore in the black community, I was a complete outsider. I was damn near excommunicated from the black community because I didn't like dating single mothers. I don't, it wasn't like red pill, I don't fuck with single mothers type shit. I was just ad, adverse. I was always turned off by that. I didn't want mess around with women with kids, especially being 16, 17, 18. I'm like, I'm a fucking teenager. I don't want to deal with some mom in the way that women don't like those needy guys who try to project on them to fix their lives. I looked at that as I'm a teenager. I don't want to deal with that adult shit. A parenthood, I always looked at it as some far advanced adulthood shit. And I'm like, no, that ain't for me. Even as a 20 year old, I was like, that ain't my me. But neither being here nor there. You're giving women too much credit. And this has steeped itself in the government. It's steeped itself in the social. And this is one of the bedrocks of gynocentrism, in my honest opinion. The non-select men, the inexperienced men, one who I won't call that word, I won't use, those men are in, in, indirectly and now directly, I may say, enforcing gynocentrism. Because that's their angle. The, the top 10, top 20% of men that have women beating their doors down, throwing pussy at them all the time, they don't have to be male feminists. They don't have to write gynocentric laws into place. They don't have to kiss women's asses. Now, some of this is dads doing shit for their daughters, but the dynamic is still there. Just no sexual component. It's a father-daughter component, but the dynamic is still there. With all that being said, that's pretty much all I had I wanted, to, I wanted to say for this. I didn't even want this to be this long, but I did go off into some tangents here. Um, again, I'll close with this. As a man, you got to love yourself. Like, and the only way to really do that is not to wake up tomorrow and get a bunch of likes on a post or have thirsty simps or thirsty girls, if you were, validate your existence. Women cannot validate your existence. The internet can't validate your existence. You're going to have to find a way to do that yourself. Make the changes. It's going to take work. You're going to have to get up and do the work. Start today. Start by looking at the glasses half full. Wake up tomorrow at 5 a.m. And go do something. Go pick up some weights. Pick up a book on, on money marketing. Stocks and bonds trading. And start putting in the work. That's all I got for this one. Y'all have a good one. I'm out.